Good evening and welcome all of you. Great to see you. Please squeeze the hand of the person sitting next to you and say, you're going to go with me to next year. I'm, I'm going to be sitting next to you when we arrive next year. <laughs> it's great to do this next one hour together into next year. It's going to be a beautiful atmosphere. And how about we carry a word into 2020? How about we use the next 20 minutes to carry a word? Something God said to us, something we can fight with, something we can make warfare with, something we can refer to. And how about you bring out your notebooks and plan to make notes about what God may be saying to you. How about you prepare to receive from God and you prepare your heart like this is really the word of God for next year. But before we do that, I want us to, I want us to just stand up together and make some declarations for 2020. Is that a good idea? Just as we're going to make some declarations. One more time about this. We'll give you the words on the screen and all you need to do as your heart agrees, just shout them out. So how nice if we all stand together and make the declaration together. Make the declaration together. So uh, we'll just go on the screen. One, two, go. The season has changed over me. The bondage of my barren winter has ended. My season of hiding is over and gone. The rains have soaked my life and left it bright with blossoming flowers. The season for singing and pruning the vine has arrived. I hear the cooing of doves in my land, filling the air with songs to awaken and guide me forward. In 2020, you have planted me by the oasis. I found a place of refreshing. I discovered your paradise. In a dry land, I found a fertile spot. There is a river in the middle of nowhere. I've come to the place where God dwells. You are bringing me to yourself. I permit you, my God, have your way in me. I am letting go of the old. I live anticipating the new. That old life is ushering in the new. For after all these days of pain, joy is coming. This new season brings newness of mind to me. My heart is changing. I am becoming like Christ. God is birthing a new kind of intimacy with amazing encounters. I no longer have to drink from the drops and muddled pools of other people's revelations. Instead, by the Spirit, I dig new wells of fresh waters. Amen. The new me is growing, leveling up to God's standard on earth. My light shines brightly before men. I am the Jesus human see. God is making a way in the wilderness, creating rivers in the desert, making crooked ways straight, restoring the years that the locust, the canker worm, the caterpillar, and the palm worm has eaten. Today, God is bringing to reality every promise ever made. 
I prophesy by the Spirit of the Lord that 2020 is the year of refreshing, liberty and freedom. I thank you for my marriage, my spouse and my family. My words, actions, business and city are refreshed. My life, my purpose, my visions are refreshed. I have a new heart. I am refreshed. I step into the new. Amen. This day, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. I proclaim liberty to the captives, the opening of the prison to those who are bound. I proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of the vengeance of our God. On this first day of 2020, we make a holy decree. Pharaoh, let my people go. I move from hopelessness to optimism. I move from fear to faith. I move from powerlessness to empowerment. I move from self to grace. I move from depression to hope. I move from poverty to wealth. I move from bondage to freedom. I move from weakness to strength. I move from mourning to dancing. I move from confusion to clarity. I move from blindness to sight. I move from spiritual coldness to fire in the spirit. I move from sorrow to joy. I move from fits of anger to peace. Hallelujah. Satan, I see you fall like lightning from heaven. Your foul spirit behind all pharaohs has been judged. You lose your power over God's people. We have the authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm us. Amen. He was a sacrificial lamb who paid the highest price. His blood has ransomed me in the new covenant. This new covenant is made is better than the blood of on lintel or Abel. The righteous blood purges my conscience every day. You have planted me by the lilies in the valley. Your flowers bloom fresh every day in 2020. I am kept in your freshness every season to come. In a new year, in a new time, you are everything. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's repeat that last line again. In a new year, in a new time, you are everything. And let's give the Lord a shout offering. Whoa! Lay your hands and say, Lord, all these words are true in my life. True in my life. Every Pharaoh we serve you notice, let my people go. Every oppressive spirit we serve you notice tonight, release the people of God. This is the time for liberty. This is the time for every chain to be broken. This is the time for every yoke to be removed and every burden to be destroyed by the unction of the Spirit of God, by the power of the Holy One. We raise this floor tonight. We raise this altar tonight before our God and we declare that no one will go back the same 
name in the name of Jesus Christ we declare that no one will step into a new year having the same old nature today we bury the man of sin today we bury brokenness today we bury barrenness today we bury sickness and disease and anger and infirmity and drunkenness and upon habit today we bury every sin in the name of Jesus Christ and we step into a new season by the power of our God by the revelation of your Christ in the name of Jesus and all God's people say amen amen and amen and amen hallelujah you may be seated hallelujah Exodus chapter 7 Exodus chapter 3 verse 7 let's start from there tonight I will come and bow down at your feet Lord Jesus and your presence is fullness of joy there is nothing there is no one who compares with you I take pleasure in worshiping I take pleasure in worshiping I take pleasure in worshiping you and the Lord said I've surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and I've heard their cry because of their taskmasters for I know their sorrows so I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good large land to a land flowing with milk and honey to a place of the Canaanites and the Hivites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites let's repeat these words the land, the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. Verse 9. Now therefore, behold the cry of my children of Israel have come to me. I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh, and you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. You know the story of the Exodus, how God sent Moses to be the deliverer of God's people. So I'm not going to repeat that story to you, but I'm just going to take some points from there. God saw the oppression of his people, and God said, I have come down. But he didn't go by himself. He now said to Moses, you go. I've come down. I've seen the trouble of my people. But Moses, you go. Like God, if you've come down, why don't you do it yourself? You're all powerful. You're all strong. But that's not what he did. He sent someone. They were slaves for 400 years. And remember Joseph and how those years faded. They were building many things as slaves in Egypt. And it was forced labor. God wanted to deliver them, but he didn't want to send them away empty. God's deliverance is never empty. Repeat that after me. 
God doesn't just save, save you and send you away empty. Every time God sends you, he attaches a blessing. Every time God saves you, he redeems you. Every time God redeems you, he pours something out. Every time you've been mocked and rejected and people have said all types of bad things against you and God wants to opt on it. When God turns it around, he doesn't just send you away empty. He sends you with a blessing. And that's what we see in the life of the children of Israel. God was minded to send them away with something tangible. And what was his strategy? Harden Pharaoh's heart. It's amazing. First of all, to deal with Pharaoh who had oppressed his people for so long. Number two, to bless his children. So could it be that some of the difficulties you are having in releasing Pharaoh is because God is hardening Pharaoh's heart so he can bless you. Say amen. amen. Uh, some of you, you will not get it yet. <laughs> Exodus chapter 7 verse 1 to 2. So the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you as God to Pharaoh, and Aaron your brother shall be your prophet. You shall speak all that I command you, and Aaron your brother shall tell Pharaoh, to send the children of Israel out of his land. God doesn't only want to deliver you. He wants to make you a God to Pharaoh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> God doesn't only want to bring deliverance to you. He wants to make you a God to Pharaoh. That when Pharaoh hears your name, his heart will shook. God wants to give you so much power over the things that oppress you. God wants to give you so much deliverance over the habits that chain you. God wants to release you from anxiety, from depression, from every single thing that has held you down. And he wants to give you so much power that when depression hears your name, they say, no, we're not going near her. The way she finished us the last time, we're not going again. Amen. This time, this is time, it is time, it is time, it is time. It is time for the release of the people of God. It's time for the people of God to pass over from the place of incapacity to the place of strength. It's time for the people of God to journey from the place of hopelessness to the place of hope. It is time for people of God to journey from the place of darkness into light. It's time for the people of God to journey out of slavery into freedom. It is time for you, for you to journey out of the place of poverty to the place of provision. It is time for you to journey out of the place of sickness into health. It's time for the people of God to journey out of powerlessness into the place of power and authority in the spirit. It's a time for you to journey from a place when, when you pray, you don't know whether God hears, to a place when you walk miracles. How powerful is that in the spirit? How powerful, how powerful that you become the worker of miracle. And then God began to send the decree. God began to set the decree. Exodus chapter 5 Verse 1 to 2. Let's run through this very quickly. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went in to, and told Pharaoh, Thus says, let's read this together. One, two, go. 
Afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Let my people go, that they may host a field to me in the wilderness. And Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, nor will I let Israel go. Like I have no idea who this big God is. Do you feel sometimes like that? Oh, that's good. So, guess what? What's his reason? Why would I allow you to go? I don't know your God. Who's God to come and tell me what to do? Is that not how it sounds when we try to preach to some people? Why should I follow you? Why should I believe you? I don't know your God. Christianity is a power religion. Until the power of God is available in your life, sometimes people will never know who the God is that you serve. You need a demonstration of the power of the Lord in your life. And then Moses began to walk miracles. Moses began to throw his rod. You will throw your rod in 2020 in Jesus' name. You will walk miracles in 2020 in Jesus' name. You will heal the sick in the name of Jesus. You will no more remain a powerless Christian whose words dribble onto your shirt. You will no more remember remain the person whose words have no power in the name of Jesus Christ. I prophesy over you that in 2020 you're going to stand before many pharaohs and say, Let my people go! Shandu sayala kroshika nambri yalusta Exodus chapter 8 verse 1 let's read it together and the Lord spoke to Moses go to Pharaoh and say to him thus says the Lord let my people go that they may serve me one more time Exodus chapter 9 verse 1 Let's read it again together. One, two, go. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go in to Pharaoh and tell him, Thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews, Let my people go that they may serve me. Okay, Exodus chapter 10 verse 3. So Moses and Aaron came in to Pharaoh and said to him, Thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews, How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go that they may serve me. After every instruction, God sends a bomb. After every instruction, God does a preemptive strike. After every instruction, God is like the Israeli army. If you do anything against them, they have to retaliate. And they said, we will retaliate in the day and time of our own choosing. You'll be sleeping and they will blow up your nuclear station. Whoever you are, you have to pay. Thus says the Lord, let my people go. Thus says the Lord unto depression, let my people go. Thus says the Lord unto that pornography habit, let my people go. Thus says the Lord unto your anger problem, let my people go. God thus says the Lord unto everything that changed you, let my people go that they may serve me. How many of you know that Egypt is not what it used to be anymore? So there's no more Egypt here. 
this scripture is alive because there are other pharaohs around you. Pharaoh is no more a man. Pharaoh is now situationships. Pharaoh is now a relationship that changes you. Every time you see that man, you know you're losing your virtue. A brother told me, that woman is the death of me, but I love her. No, you lost after her. If she's the death of you, then you're going to die. She cannot be the death of you and you are chained to the death of you. Pharaoh, let my people go. Some of you don't carry that relationship into 2020. You know you can end the relationship right now. Text message, WhatsApp. I am not taking you into 2020. You are the death of me. Do you know many of the time when we hear the word of God, we don't take any action. We think we're going to take action. We postpone the action. We plan to take action tomorrow. And then we never act. And when you don't act, you're pottering around. And you're playing with the grace of God. Because God has clearly told you, that thing is the death of you. And that's a warning for you to break that chain and release yourself. Thus says the Lord to Pharaoh, let my people Go, release the sons of God, release the daughters of God, release the children of God. Freedom, freedom, hallelujah. Pharaoh was ready for a fight. Pharaoh had three strategies for his fight. Number one, counterfeit. Every time God wants to change you, every time God wants to alter your life, what the devil brings to you is the counterfeit. So Moses threw his rod on the ground. Aaron threw his rod on the ground. What did Pharaoh do? Pharaoh has a strategy of deception. His strategy number one is counterfeit. Say counterfeit. Pharaoh's strategy number one is counterfeit. He brings you the counterfeit. So Moses threw his rod. Aaron threw his rod. They turned to serpents. In 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 8, the Bible spoke about two guys, Janice and Jambres. It's actually in 2 Timothy we heard their name. Their name was never mentioned in Exodus. These two guys, Janice and Jambres, were the counterfeiters. They were the court jesters and the magicians in the court of Pharaoh. And they threw their own rods as well. When Moses turned water into blood, they went to and turned water into blood. And Pharaoh said like, your people can do it. My people can do it. So if your God can do it and my God can do it, what's the difference between us? Do you see how the world sees power until your power exceeds the power of the world until the glory inside of you trumps what the devil can do then you begin to see the move of God manifest the next thing Pharaoh stride out was deception I will let you go for three days go for three days but come back go 
but do not carry your children. Do you remember all this? I don't want to go into all the story. This is Pharaoh's strategy. Number one, counterfeit. Number two, deception. Number three, manipulation. Number one, counterfeit. Number two, deception. Number three, manipulation. Have you have a relationship with someone who is a manipulator? Always trying to be dodgy. Always trying to trap you. Always trying to make you look bad so that you can feel bad and do something because you feel bad. Pharaoh. That's a Pharaoh. Go and meet him and say, dude, you're a Pharaoh. Pharaoh, Pharaoh, no, honey. Pharaoh, bad Pharaoh. Just always trying to trap you so that you can feel guilty and do what they want you to do. Pharaoh, Pharaoh, controller. Remote control. You're somewhere, they're pressing your buttons. Pharaoh. God had a plan. Say after me, God had a plan. I can't hear you tonight. Say, God had a plan. At midnight, God had a plan. As you walk with God, some in-between fades. Some of your desires begin to die. Some habits are killed. Some friendship that do not serve God's purpose needs to go. It's not enough for you to negotiate with Pharaoh. It is not enough for you to negotiate with Pharaoh. Oppression must cease. Say amen. The prison must break. Say amen. The slavery to sin must break. Say amen. Why? Because death must be arrested. Pharaoh must be arrested in your life. Amen. You have to choose between God and Pharaoh. Let's read how Pharaoh was ended. Exodus chapter 12. And they shall take, verse 7, and they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and the upper door posts of the houses wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sodden at all with water, but roast with fire, his heads with his legs, and with the pertinence thereof. And you shall let nothing of it remain until the morning. And that which remains of it until the morning you shall burn with fire. And thus shall you eat it with your loins gird, with your shoes. Okay, let's read verse 11 together. And let's read from the screen. And thus you shall eat it with a belt on your waist, with sandals on your feet, your staff in your hand. So you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. You shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. 
there comes a time called the Passover. The Lord is passing over. The Lord is walking over. And the people of God are supposed to connect into heaven. They are supposed to see God moving. They are supposed to understand that God is moving. Tonight, listen guys, we are in the Lord's Passover. The Lord is moving again. I need you to open your eyes in the spirit. I need someone to pray in the spirit right now. See the Lord moving. See the Lord taking strides against Pharaoh. See the Lord rising up against his enemies. It is the Lord's Passover. It is the Lord's Passover. Eat it with your sandals on your feet, your staff in your hand, so you shall eat it in a hurry because you're going somewhere with the Lord. The Lord is about to move. The Lord is about to move over somebody's family tonight. The Lord is about to move over Egypt tonight. The Lord is about to crush everything that has held you in prison tonight in the name of Jesus. It is the Lord's Passover. It is the Lord's Passover. It is time for the chains to break. The Lord is about to lose. The Lord is about to lose the angel of death on his enemies and he wants his tribe to be ready. He wants his house to be ready. He wants his people to be ready. It is the Lord's Passover. Verse 12. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and I will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. And the blood shall be to you a token upon your houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. The blood shall be a token for you and the houses in which you live. The blood of God, the blood of Christ is over you. When I see the blood, I will pass over you and the plague shall not be upon you. The plague that destroys people shall not be upon you. I will smite the land of Egypt. I will break the rod of Pharaoh. I will break the oppression of the wicked one. God was bringing about a new order. God was bringing about a militancy. God was bringing about a work he wanted to do. God will use those who are ready. God will use those who have sandals on their feet, who are ready, who have clothes on their back, who have their sash, their belts tightened. God will use the people who are ready. His spirit will not always fight with you to get you ready. God will prop you up today. Tomorrow you are falling. God will raise you up and you are falling again. God will raise you up. After a while, God stops struggling with you. God will use those 
who are ready. God will use those who are hungry. God will use those who have sandals on their feet and clothes on their back. God will use those who are eating their food standing. God will use those who do not boil their food in water, who do not dilute it with their water, with their own strategy, with their own ideas. God wants the thing he's given to you to cook in his original favor. So he says, roast it. Roast it. Roast it. Roast it. Don't boil it. Roast it. Do you know what that means? Cook the thing in its natural flavor. Don't don't dilute. Don't dilute God. Don't let the philosophies of today make you dilute God. Don't boil God's idea inside of water. God says, no. You will eat it roasted. Eat it roasted with its contents, with its water being its flavor. What God wants to do, he wants it to be pure. He doesn't want to be contaminated by your cooking utensils. Roast it and eat it. Eat it for herbs. Eat it with herbs. Eat for energy. Be ready to move. Tell someone that. Be ready to move. It's time. It's time. It's time. We have 15 minutes from a new year. It's, it's time. Tell someone, be ready to move. Oh, tell someone else, be ready to move. Exactly 12.05, we're going to end this meeting. So we're almost there. Tell someone else, be ready to move. Shake them, say, be ready to move. Hallelujah. Eat it with the herbs. You need the strength. Eat it for energy. The journey you're about to take, you need spiritual energy. Eat the word of God. The bread is the word of God. The flesh of the Son of Man. Eat for strength. You're about to journey into a new year. Eat in the Spirit. Eat the grace of God. Eat the power of God. Eat it tonight. Hallelujah. Number four, paint your door with blood. Say to someone, paint your door with blood. Oh, paint your door with blood. You know Christianity is a bloody religion. Before now, they will kill lambs and they will rub the blood of the lamb on each of your toes. Your pinky, your middle toe, your thumb will get the blood. Read the book of Le Leviticus. It was a bloody religion. You wash your hands in blood. This is how we started from before. Before Jesus Christ paid the ultimate price of the blood on the cross. And then we no more use that kind of blood because we have a blood that speaks better things. We have the blood of restoration. We have the blood that repairs. We have the blood that rebuilds. We have the blood of Christ. You have the blood. Paint your door with blood. What does your door refer to? What takes you in? What brings you out? You're going in and out must be covered with blood. Say amen. You're going in and out must be covered with blood in 2020. Say amen. Paint your door with blood. It's time for the blood to speak. The blood speaks a portion of our conscience from dead works to serve the living God. The blood speaks strength in your spirit. The blood speaks life over you. The blood speaks the power of God in a new time. Paint your door with blood. And I will spare your life. Say amen. Lift up your hands now. And I will spare your life. Say amen. And I will cover you. Say amen. And I will bring you to a new place. Say amen. 
I am about to release upon you grace. I'm about to release upon you power. I'm about to release upon you revelation. I'm about to release upon you strength. Say amen. Say I receive. Say I receive. I receive. Hashika nu salembre nashtabayaba. Oshea la Maria rostamanambo. Ikashanambo libra stamoshaya. For the Lord has struck Egypt tonight. The Lord has struck Egypt tonight. Exodus chapter 12 verse 30. Let's read this and we'll go home. 12:30. Hashikonimbasaya labrino. Let's read this together. 12:30. One, two, go. And Pharaoh rose up in the night, he and all his servants, and all the Egyptians. And there was a great cry in Egypt, for there was not a house where there was not one dead. And he called for Moses and Aaron by night and said, Rise up and go you forth from among my people, both you and the children of Israel, and go serve the Lord as you have said. Also, take your flocks and your heads as you have said, and be gone. Stop, stop. And bless me also. Who can bless you? Only God. So Moses became a God to Pharaoh. Pharaoh was begging Moses, as you're going, remember to bless me. Some of you did not hear that. As he was going, say, Moses, remember to bless me. That's how God will serve notice to the Pharaohs in your life. And they will rise up to beg you for a blessing. Say, Amen. Bless me, bless me also. Verse 33, and the Egyptians were urgent upon the people that they may send them out of the land in haste. You see why God prepared them? God knew that there were not going to be time for them to be ready. So he readied his people before he activated what was going to make them to be released. He readied his people. Wear your sandals, eat. You need strength tonight. You're going to walk far. Get ready. Do you know God knows? Do you know that it looks stupid the day you're eating your Passover feast, doesn't it? Pharaoh hasn't died yet. Pharaoh is a hard man. He's been controlling the whole thing. So you'll be thinking like, is it true that he's going to release us? Is it true that Pharaoh will let me go? That I can just be free to serve God anyhow I want? Like really? He will let me go? But God says, start now. Eat the Passover lamb and the Egyptians were urgent upon the people and they may sign them out of the land in haste for they said if we keep these people we'll all be dead and the people took their dough before it was living living and their needing thrust they bound in their clothes upon their shoulder they carried all their property and the children did according to the word of Moses and they went to the Egyptians to borrow jewels of silver and jewels of gold they went and got gold. They went and got garments. They went and got silver. And the Lord gave the people favor. They went to any house. Give us your gold. The women just emptied out their gold. The men just emptied out their silver. God plundered the Egyptians. The Lord gave favor in their eyes so that they lent them so much things as they required. And so they plundered 
the Egyptians. Amen. Let my people go. Pharaoh, let my people go. Pharaoh, let my people go. Paint your door with blood. Eat the bread. Eat it cooked. Eat it ready. Eat it roasted. Eat it now. Eat the flesh of the Son of Man. Drink his blood. Paint your door with the blood of Christ. Don't joke about this message tonight. This is your message for 2020. It's the season of Passover. This is the year when God will judge all your pharaohs. Say amen. And Moses said to Pharaoh, Let my people 